Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, you inglorious bastards and magnificent. It has begun. It is the uh, Kamu. And we're back for my thought of the day. How dare you? And we're going to dare on, Greta. We're going to dare the fuck on because that is how winning is done. So we're going to talk about the fucking food famine again. I know I keep fucking harping on this fucking subject, but the circus train, like the circus music keeps intensifying because now you get the New York Times like uh, I'm not paying the New York Times to have another access to this article in a month. So um, you can go look at it yourself. But the New York Times wrote an article about fucking it may be the time for fucking cannibalism or whatever. Like <laughs> talk about eating motherfuckers during the midst of this food shortages and stuff. So we're going to uh, go over it, especially since uh, it now might be a problem here in the U.S. because we lost uh, over 80, almost 90% of our grain harvest and, and other like food processing capabilities and stuff. But um, we'll see how we got I mean, it'll never be as bad as it's going to be in places like, say, sub sub-Saharan Africa or whatever. But I digress. Um, people are going to die here, too. They're going to starve, which is sad because, you know, life. Uh, grocery stores are going to start emptying. Yeah, yeah, here. And Dover, New Hampshire, at the end of uh, Glenwood Ave, there's an Aldi's, and it's fucking like produce. It, it, the the store, the cold storage, and frozen storage places have been empty. Empty. They haven't had fucking fresh meats and stuff. I went there; it was like fucking barren. All they had was shit on the inner shelves. Now that just may be uh, Aldi going out of business because Shaw's across the main street and the giant shopping complex had shelves filled, but, you know, I digress, you know, it could just, Shaw's could be more more successful than Aldi, and it could not have hit them yet, but we shall see, uh, but we're going to talk about some things, um, they, they, they want you to starve, they want you to starve, I'm just like, I'm not even going to, like, they might be dumb or whatever, but they want you to fucking starve. Uh, they're attacking food production during a time that they're saying global food famine is coming. And I'm not talking about the accidents and stuff. I'm not trying to fucking say this is purposely destroyed production. You can believe that if you want. Uh, I'm saying they're talking about uh, um, the Dutch. We talked about that uh, at the beginning of the week. Attacking farmers, limiting the nitrogen or i.e. fertilizer use, i.e. limiting the amount of yield they can produce when there's a global famine coming. Winning. No. You suck. Why would you limit the amount of food you can produce when there's a global famine coming if you don't want people to starve? I I, it, I, I don't... That does not compute. But before I, I, I go into the rant, let's actually get into this news. Um, this is from The Guardian. Meat monopolies, mega farms, how do U.S. food system fuels climate change? They, they, they're going to... That, that, that type of stuff that's uh, not just happening in the Netherlands, it's also happening in Ireland and Germany, that's going to come here. That's gonna come here. Just, just prepare. Be prepared for it. 
From a beef-heavy diet to growing crops that don't feed people, the biggest challenge is facing the agricultural industry. Food and the climate crisis are locked in a tangled web of cause and effect globally. No, no, the, 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 the reason why we're having global food fucking problems is because you fucking locked us down during COVID and you shut the fucking economy down and it couldn't produce the food it needed to fucking save up to fucking keep it going. And now you're artificially attacking its ability to produce food so it can't even recover from that. However, um, that's not the only thing going on in the motherfucker because uh, they're saying that this food crisis is probably going to kill more people than COVID. So just throwing that out there. Uh, but I digress. Um, Food and the climate crisis are locked in a tangled web of cause and effect. Globally, food systems contribute to about a third of all greenhouse gases, uh, GHG emissions, yet they are also uniquely vulnerable to climate impacts. From soaring temperatures and drought to intense rainfall and flooding, uh, food production is caught in the battle between people and profits as an increasingly industrialized system prioritizes low operating costs and high profits. In the U.S., nearly 40 million people don't know where their next meal is coming from, and food workers are some of the lowest paid in the country. Agriculture contributes less than 1% to the GDP in the U.S., yet it is responsible for 11% of the country's GHG emissions, polluted waterways, and millions of acres of degraded land. Are you really attacking the people that feed you? I, I don't understand this mentality. Are you trying to die? Are you trying to starve to death? I, let's move on. The U.S. is such a huge contributor to climate change and we're going to path pathically little to address it, particularly in agriculture, said uh, Raj Patel, professors of public affairs at the University of Texas, Austin, and IPS food experts. Food, we need to survive. Food is the last thing that you want to reduce because of climate bullshit. How about we take away your private jet? Because all you people that bitch about fucking rich people that bitch about fucking climate change are all flying around in fucking private jets. How about we make you airpool? How about we make you carpool? That's how winning is done! idiots, man. Here we look at a five of the biggest food and climate challenges faces the U.S. We eat way too much meat and it's destroying the environment. The average American eats about 57 pounds of beef in a year, nearly twice the average of other high-income countries. That How do you know that's too much beef? How much protein is in, in, is in 57 pounds of beef? You know, let's, let's do that math, actually. Let's fucking do that math before we end this. How much protein is in 57 pounds of beef? 6,692 grams of protein, right? And this is saying in a year? In a year, all right. How much protein does a human... need every year. Is that anywhere from 10 kilos should be from protein? So if you need, it's our 2,000 calories, that's 2,200 to 700 calories from protein a day. All right, so 200 to 700 protein a day. So let's go to the uh, calculator. Uh, there's 365 days in a year. We'll go on the low estimate end. 
that's not even enough protein. So you can scientifically make the argument that Americans don't eat enough meat a year, in a year. Now you can also make an argument that there are other means of pro other sources of protein and and etc. But this saying we eat too much meat just because we we consume meat is in itself a fiction. Winning. No. You suck. It's a complete travesty. The average American doesn't consume enough meat to meet their protein needs in a year under conservative estimates. I'm just fucking saying. Thank you for checking out this clip of my Thought of the Day podcast. Uh, you can catch this podcast every Tuesday through Friday at uh, thatsonpoint.info by 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because that's how winning is done. Clip New clips go out daily. And uh, we can't we can't do this without you, so we appreciate your support. With that being said, uh, consider joining for five dollars a month, and you get access to early access to the uncensored version of this, early access to our my, our weekly That's on Point podcast, and access to exclusive content only for members. Um, that we all the money that we receive is going to go funnel back into this to hire more journalists and do more things for you guys because that's how winning is done. It really is. We got a merch store and stuff. You can help there, and if you can't help via money, you can always just like, leave a comment, and share this out there because that 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 helps us more than more than you can immensely know. That's the best way to help. Just like, leave a comment, and share. And if you're listening to us, leave a review. Leave a good review. Help us boost us in the podcast ratings and get us up there because that's how winning is done. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.